Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of New Season Ministries Podcast. I'm Evangelist Jeremy Cook and just so glad that you have joined us tonight. So glad that you have been a part of this uh, of these teachings and this episode. And we're just so glad that you're with us here this evening. Just again want to encourage you tonight that if you are not a subscriber to this podcast want to encourage you to hit the subscribe button uh, that way so that you never miss an episode and then that um, every Tuesday night at around 9 o'clock you can get this podcast downloaded to you, the device of your choosing. Also want to let you know that if you want to become a financial partner of this ministry you can hit the giving button down at the bottom description of this episode and it will take you right to our giving page. And so, but again, just want to thank you for all of your support uh, for making this podcast possible and joining with us every Tuesday night uh, as we bring you some great teachings. But um, I thought, I thought tonight that I would do something a little bit differently, uh, something that um, I really felt, I really felt impressed of the Lord to do, and that was to really share my story to you, uh, to everyone who listens to this podcast, everybody who listens to this. So this may be a, um, this may be a shorter, um, episode. This may be a shorter, uh, teaching, uh, but just wanted to jump on here and, uh, and get on here and just let you guys know a little bit about what, um, you know, the directions that God has led me in uh, over the course of, of my life um, and in my ministries. And I was drawn to a passage of Scripture today that is found in the book of Psalms, chapter 90. The book of Psalms, chapter 90. Uh, it is a psalm of Moses, the Bible says, in I find in Psalms chapter 90 and verse 9, I want to take the, the, the last part of that verse where Moses is writing in Psalms chapter 90 and verse 9 when he says that we spend our years as a tale that is told. We spend our years as a tale that is told. And when I think about that, I think, I think that it's important that each one of us has a story. Each one of us has a story that our lives tell, or a story that we, uh, a story that we are able to tell um, other people that we come that we come in contact with. Um, a, a prime example of this in Scripture is actually found in John chapter four uh, in the New Testament, where. Jesus is having a conversation with a woman of Samaria at the well. And he, and I don't have time to go into all of that story, but we know how Jesus is talking to her and he says, you know, that um that you know, I have water that if you drink of this water you will never thirst again. And uh he reveals himself to her as the Christ, as the son of God. And she leaves that will and goes back into the city and begins to tell the people her story. 
And she says, come see a man that told me all I ever did. And because of her telling the story, because of her telling her story to the people in her sphere of influence, in um, her and her circles and her connections, her telling her story, um, she was able to win a multitude of people to the Lord. As a matter of fact, in John chapter 4, it does say that many believed on Jesus Christ because of the words that the woman said. And so I think that it's very important that we establish the fact right now that each of us have a story. You have a story. I have a story. Um, if we are saved, if we are, if we, if we know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have a story to tell. We have a story to tell. And sometimes the best thing that we can do when we're witnessing to somebody or we're trying to share the gospel to somebody is not necessarily get into a, into a theological debate. Um, I have it as a personal policy of mine that when I'm talking to somebody who does not know the Lord, and I'm trying to share the love of Jesus with them. I don't get in. I don't get into theology. I don't get into. I don't get into doctrine, because you know, I've always said how can you know how can spiritual how can unspiritual people understand spiritual things? It has to be revealed to them by the Holy Spirit. It has to be revealed to them. God has to open. God has to open their eyes, so you know to talk to them about the things concerning the Trinity and you know, and and those different types of things. Um, I, I don't get in. I don't get into those types of conversations. What I have found out that works. What I have found out that helps is the fact that when I begin to share my story of how Jesus made a difference in my life, that begins to open their eyes when we share the gospel. You in, in, in that manner, and then you know, as we're discipling, that's where discipleship comes from. We're able then to share with them things pertaining to this, you know, um, you know, deeper things. But I found out that it is very important for us to share our story, to share what Jesus Christ means to us, what He has done for us, and so that's the reason why this episode today tonight is devoted to this. Um, it, it's devoted to our story. And I wanted to um, I wanted to take just a few moments and I wanted to share a little bit uh, about about me, about my story, about how God it, God has has worked in my life. And so um, I'm going to share some things that uh, uh, I've normally don't share in public in these type of settings, but again, I really feel like that the Lord has led me in this direction. Uh, in this direction tonight, um, I was raised. Um, I was I was raised in church. Um, as a matter of fact, all my life, uh, most of all my life, I have been in church. I have been. Um, it, you know, I've been raised in church. Um, my mom 
took me to church. Uh, she believed in, in raising her family, raising her kids in church. My dad um, wasn't saved. Uh, and to this day, um, both my parents are still alive. But uh, my dad is not, you know, my dad has never been saved. My dad, um, you know, would come to church with us on Sunday mornings, but, um, but aside from that, would not, you know, have, uh, has, at this time, has not given us heart and life to God. Uh, but we're believing that that day, that we're believing that that day is coming. However, mom, my mom took us to church, took me and my sister to church. Uh, on a regular basis. As a matter of fact, uh, I tell people probably for the first eight or nine years of my life um, that I can remember, I um, remember just about every single night for the first, like I said, eight or nine years of my life, I was probably in church somewhere, sitting on a pew somewhere in church. Um you know, if if we didn't have if we didn't have church going at our home church at that time, um, my mom would would always was one of those people that would always ask around. You know, well, is there a revival going on somewhere? Is there somewhere that's having church? And she believed in taking, uh, I believe in taking her kids to church, and uh, and I'm very appreciative of that because it really. It really, um, I, I truly believe that if it wasn't for that foundation, if it wasn't for that foundation in my early life, I would not, I would not be where I'm at right now. I would not be a minister of the gospel. I would not be, uh, I, I, I probably wouldn't be saved right now. Um, but I grew up in church. I grew up um I grew up in church. Grew up with a uh, with a Pentecostal background. Uh, we be, you know we believed in the, in the operations of uh, of the gifts of the Spirit. We believed in speaking in tongues. We believed in prophesying. We believed in laying on of hands, uh, and so we we were raised in that. Um, unfortunately. There came a time in my life that I became, I became very, I became very, very resistant to the things of God. Even though that I was raised in church, even though that I believed, um, even though that I believed uh, that these things were real, I became very resistant to it. And the reason for that, and I'm not going to take a long time. And talking about these different types of things is because I felt I, I felt at times that you know mom was too hard on me. Um, I felt like that some of the boundaries that she set in my life were um, uh, you know were too were too strict. Um, and as I got older, especially into my pre you know, into my preteen, early teen years, um, I began to rebel um, on a lot of that stuff, and uh, it really culminated one 
uh, one Sunday, uh, one Sunday evening, um, and I don't believe I've ever shared this story publicly before, and so this is the first that I'm really sharing this story. Uh, but uh, I, there was a time in my life where there was a when I was growing up. Um, I had some cousins that I would spend, uh, you know, that I spent a lot of time around. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't saved and what have you. And so I was at their house one Sunday afternoon between services, and they convinced me to go to the movies with them. Now, you know, I didn't, you know, mom didn't believe that going to the movies was a sin. But to go to the movies meant that I was going to have to miss church, which was a big, uh, which was um, a big no-no in my home. If there was church, we we went to church. I didn't go. You know, if you know, I played sports when I was a kid, uh, all the way up through high school. But if there was a, uh, if there was. Uh, if it inter- if it interfered with church, I just didn't play, and so that happened this time with going to the movies, and I disobeyed my mom's orders, and I went I went to the movies with you know, with some cousins of mine, and to make a long story short, I got caught, came home, was disciplined, but in the middle of that discipline. I begin to I begin to really rebel, and I remember I remember vividly vividly it is still something that um, that that I can remember I can picture in my mind. Um, in the middle of being disciplined by my mom, uh, I had the nerve to push her down. And look at her and point my finger at her and tell her, um, I don't love you. I do not love your God. And I don't want anything to do with you. And I don't want anything to do with your God. And I was about 13 years old at the time. And so at 13 years old, I moved out. And I went to go live with my dad at that time. And, uh, of course, I knew that my dad was not going to make me go to church or anything like that. And so, for the next couple of years, um, I didn't go to church, didn't, didn't follow, didn't follow the Lord, didn't, um, you know, didn't become engaged in those types of things. And it wasn't until, um, and I can still remember the day, I can still remember the time. I can still take you to the place that this happened. August 17th, 2001. On a Sunday morning, there came a knock at my door. And I opened the door, and my aunt was there. And I had heard that she had just, just weeks prior to this, had gotten saved and gave, and had gave her heart and life to the Lord. And uh, um, had been, uh, God had did a marvelous work in her life, 
and anybody who would listen, she would tell. But she knocked on my she knocked on she knocked on my door one Sunday morning in August of two thousand and one, and I was fifteen years old, getting ready to be. I had turned sixteen in, in September, and she asked me. She goes, "Would you like to go to church with me this morning?" And I don't know why, but I said yes. I, I said yes that I would go to church. And honestly, in my mind at that time, I was just simply thinking it was just a way to get out of the house. And I went to church with her that morning. And in that service, God convicted, brought conviction to my heart and to my life. And at 15 years of age, at 15 years of age, God did something miraculous on the inside of me and began and showed me my need of a Savior, showed me that He loved me, showed me that that if I would accept him, if I would call on him, he would save me. And from that day forward, God did something miraculous. And what I did, believe it or not, is that I bought a Bible. And for two weeks, I locked myself in my room. For two weeks, and I began, I began to pray. I began to fast. I began, and I began to seek the Lord with just my Bible. And I said, Lord, I said, I don't want to know what other people have said about you. I don't want to know what other you know. You know, I understand people have said so much, but I know being raised in church, I've heard a lot of things. I said, but God, I want to know what you say. I want to know what you are doing. And I begin to search the scriptures to find out who this God is that I've given my life to. Even though I was raised in church, even though I had heard about God, even though that I had heard about Jesus all my life, I began to, uh, you know, I began to really see him for who he was, and here's the reality of it. I be you know, in those two weeks' times, I found out that there were things that that I was taught in church that weren't there, and there were things that I should have been taught that were there, and you know, and that's not, and I'm not trying to to. I mean, that's not a knock on people. That's not a knock on anybody. I'm just, uh, I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing that with you. There were things that God revealed to me that I wish I had known as a child. I wish I would have had known growing up in you know, in church. And I really begin to fully understand. You know, to begin to understand um, this relationship that I had with Jesus. And as time went on, it wasn't too long. It was just uh, about a year later that that God called me into the ministry. I don't have 
I, I don't have time to go into all of it. I want to try to keep this as short um, and concise as possible. Um, but through a series through a series of events um, and through confirmation through through numerous people, one of them, believe it or not, um, was Jason Crab was in a service with Jason Crab, and uh, and after the service, he had actually asked to meet with me, uh, and in that service, he in in a private meeting with him, he told me he says. He says, God is, he says, I believe God is calling you to preach. And, and I didn't know that. And as I began to, to pray about it and to seek the face of God about it, I could not get away from the calling that God has had on my life. And so for and that was at 16 years of age. That's at, what, was at 16 years old, and so I will be 34 this year in September. And so for the next, so for the last 17 years, uh, I have been, I have been in full time ministry. God has has allowed me to preach the gospel. Has allowed me to um, do some. Uh, to to preach in some wonderful churches and to some wonderful people over the years, and God has has moved has moved mightily, but the journey hasn't always hasn't always been easy. There's been tough times. There's been uh, there's been mistakes that I have made along the way. There has been personal failures in my own life. Um, that I have made along the way um, in ministry. One of them, and I want to I want to share this because I hope that it will be an encouragement to somebody here tonight. Uh, and that was, you know, as a young man, um, as a young preacher, starting the ministry and and what have you. you know, the thing that always came into my mind was. You know, well, God, I gotta have a wife. I gotta have somebody. Um, I gotta have somebody there with me. And so I became involved in a relationship that I knew that God um, did not set up, that God did not call me to, that God did not want me in. Um, and that literally almost brought an end to my uh, to my ministry. And um, and it took a lot. Um, it took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of needing to, you know, yield myself to the Lord. And I remember one night, one Saturday night, out by my pool, was sitting by my pool, um, feeling like that I had nothing, feeling like that I had wasted everything and felt like that I didn't have anybody else in my life I felt like that not only was I betrayed but I had let people down and the Lord spoke to me that night and said though you feel like that everybody has forsaken you he assured me that he would never leave me and that he would never forsake me 
And at that moment, God revitalized my ministry. God revitalized my walk with Him. And I am so thankful for that. And God did bring somebody into my life that God did send me. And, um, and we just celebrated nine years of marriage uh, just um, this, past, this past week on April the 10th. Um, we celebrated nine years. Uh, my wife Jessica and I have celebrated nine years of marriage. Um, and so it's important that we wait uh, for God to put the right person in our path um, when it comes to things like that. And, uh, and because of that, God has really blessed our ministry. We spent about five years in youth ministry, being the youth pastors at a church in Florida. Um, and then we helped uh, with uh, the launching of a new church uh, in Florida uh, that, I, that was a pastor that I have been associated with for 17 years. And then... This past New Year's, God redirected our ministry. God redirected our plans and brought us to the state of Kentucky. And you may say, why in the world did you come to Kentucky? Well, God sent us here. God sent us to this state. God sent us um, to reach the people in this state, and God is uh, God has been helping us. We've been here since February of this year, and God has just been blessing. God has enabled us uh, to minister to people that need it, and um, and so we're just excited about all that God is doing. And I wanted to take this time tonight and. Uh, to just share with you a little bit about my story um, is was something that the Lord laid on my heart this afternoon um, to do and to share with you um, with everyone tonight and to let you know that one that we all have a story quoted it at the very beginning of this and Psalms chapter 90 and verse 9 that we spend our days as a tale that is told. Paul says that we are living epistles, open and read of all men. And it's important to know, it's important to know you have a story to share with somebody. And you never know what your story can do. You never know what your story can mean to somebody what God has done for you, where God has brought you from. And God brought me from a place of bitterness, of anger, and brought me to a place, you know, brought me to a place of peace, brought me to a place of love. And I am so thankful for that. Even in the midst of my own failures, even in the midst of my own difficulties, God has done some miraculous things. And because of that, we are in the center of His will right now. So I want to challenge you tonight as we close, as we close this episode to share your story. Share your story with those that are 
around you. I can't tell you how many times I've had people, you know, talk to me and say, you know, how how do you do it? And I say, well, let me tell you about a man named Jesus that has done this for me, that has helped me. And the same God that has helped me, that saved me, is also the same God that can save you. So I challenge you tonight, share your story. Share your story with people around you, within your sphere of influence, and help them to see their need for a Savior. And I know that God will bless you and will bless others because of your obedience to Him. God bless you tonight. I look forward to seeing you next week on New Season Ministries.